With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. The Eagles taking down the Texans 29-17 last night. They stay undefeated at 8-0. Jalen Hurts, 243 passing yards and two touchdowns. The Philly QB received MVP chance as he jogged off the field after the game. Shannon, the Eagles look so good. Who is your MVP, though, right now? Um, I think Jalen Hurts is having a phenomenal season. I thought he played well last night. I thought he did some good things last night. Uh, there was concerns. We're going to talk about that a little later that I saw with the Eagles for the first time. I saw some things that I didn't like, but we'll discuss that later. Skip, right now, I think Josh Allen, this is Josh Allen award to lose. Um, you, he, doing what he did, the game-winning drive, the fourth quarter comeback against the Baltimore Ravens and the Kansas City Chiefs, I think that puts him in the head because we see how well Patrick Mahomes is playing. We see how well Lamar Jackson's playing. And he's went to those guys home and beat both of those guys. He did? Uh, I got I got Allen one. I got Mahomes two. I got Jalen Hurts three. Skip, at the end of the day, and I understand that people are going to say, well, Jalen Hurts is undefeated. But at the end of the day, this is still a stat award. It's about numbers. And when you look at the numbers – uh, Allen and Mahomes has played one less game, but they still have more passing touchdowns, more passing yards. He and Allen are uh, Hurts and Allen are saying 65% completion percentage. Mahomes is 67. Mahomes leads in touchdown passes with 20. Uh, Allen is right behind him with 20 uh, with uh, 19 um, average yards per game passing. Uh, Allen has 314. Mahomes is 308, and uh, Jalen Hurts is a level with 255. Uh, the Eagles are 28th in passing percent, which means they only pass the ball 49% of the time. They run it 51% of the time. And the other teams, the league averages 58% of the time. So for me, Skip, I think this is Josh Allen's award to lose. I'm going to say Josh Allen is one, followed by closely by Patrick Mahomes, two, and I got Jalen Hurts at three. Mm. Shannon Sharp. Yes. I began to tell you soon after the Eagles stole Jalen Hurts in the second round of mm-hmm. that draft that he will change life in Philadelphia. Yes. I just believe in him in every way, shape, and form. I never said he was the greatest thrower of the football, but he might have have improved in, in a couple of years' time as much as I've ever seen anybody improve at this level of football. He's improved like Josh Allen. You remember what Josh Allen was his rookie year? And then they gave him Stephon Diggs and boom, 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 where they gave him A.J. Brown. And the next thing you know, boom, boom, we, boom. we're having a conversation about MVP. We are. I tweeted immediately that day when they stole him in the second round that he is better than Carson Wentz as we speak and will always be better than Carson Wentz, and I believe that held true. Yes. I just think, and we're, we're just about halfway through, 
He has been the MVP so far, and I can't even do it with the numbers because Josh's numbers, as I look down, are, are a little better. Mm-hmm. Like, like Josh's. Russian numbers are better than Slightly. It's 41 yards a game for Jalen to 44. And, and that would, surprised me. That did surprise me. You got me on that one. Josh is 19 touchdowns to six interceptions. Jalen is 12, but only to two interceptions. Right. Okay. I'm doing it in large part intangibly. And don't underestimate what happened that Sunday night at Philadelphia. You talked about the big Josh Allen games. Mm-hmm. And the one I give you for sure was the one at Kansas City. That was spectacular. Yeah. That's when I said, hey, right now he's playing at a higher level than Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. So when we go to the two young guns who are seen as the two, the, the, the two who have next, if, if not they are next. Right. Th- that was the day. He just showed me I can outgun that gun okay. in his home. Yep. Okay, so now we look at the intangibles of what happened. So my Dallas Cowboys on that Sunday night, that was their game of the year so far. That's how they got to 8-0. Cooper Rush got them back, as you remember, to 20-17. to He's down 20-17, to and it's up to my defense, led by my guy, my old Micah, 11 from heaven, Parsons, to stop Jalen Hurts. Right. And they couldn't on three straight third downs. He made the play with his arm or his le- actually with his legs and those because he scrambled once. Then he ran a great read option and decided to let it go. Right. And got the first down. And then he sneaked for a big yard and a half and got the first down. Right. That killed my Cowboys chances because then they took it right on home and then he hits Devontae and then he hits AJ and it's touchdown. And it's basically the game was over at that point. Okay. Intangible leadership. He has changed the way the Eagles look to me on the football field. Because with Wentz, I was always like, I always spelled it W-I-N-C-E, like, <laughs> like I wince. Yeah. He's got huge ability, got way more prototypical ability than yeah. Jalen ever thought about having. Because what's Carson? 6'5", Six, five, Six, two, five, 245, 250, yeah. Huge arm, mm-hmm. commanding in the pocket until he gets a little heat, and then he gets a little happy-footed, and then he starts to shake, and then I don't know what's going to happen. Right. And he can go completely haywire inaccurate when you least expect it and throw it to the other team. Jalen is is extreme intangibles on got to make that play at that moment to win that game. Right. But more than that, off the field, he was everything Carson just wasn't born to be. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about extreme leadership. Yes. Where he walked in the door and started to take over the team in the weight room, and then the locker room, and then on the sideline, and then in the huddle, and then playmaking. Right. They just believe in him. They love him. Yep. They, they want to play for him. They want to make plays with him. And it's always a we. It's not an I. There's right. no Aaron Rodgers going on here, right? There, right? There's no I'm separate. I'm not. He's not looking down on his teammates. He's one of, right? Yep. I love all that about him. And you can just see when they get in trouble, he responds. They got in a little trouble last night against a hopeless underdog with a kid named Pierce who just runs fierce to me. Yeah. I mean, that, that kid can just bang it. Yes. Whew. And, and he was keeping them in the game. I'm not a Davis Mills guy. I just think you're, you're just stuck. You, the ceiling is so yeah. low. But, but he made a couple of throws, and all of a sudden we go to halftime, and it's 14 to 14. Yeah, it was the first time all year they didn't have an outright lead at the half. Okay. And Jalen just kept on keeping on. He kept responding. And let's let's just look quickly at last night first. Okay, let's let's look at the one that gave them the lead for the first time at 21 to 14. 
guess who? It's his soulmate. It's one yeah, of his AJ. close friends, AJ. And if we'd see the 17 yard touchdown pass to AJ, and he saw this when he read it, sweet and the safety is single high. And, and I don't know what he's doing. Across your face, bro. He, you? he didn't even react. He to didn't. Him. And it's AJ Brown. Don't don't you don't you jump? <laughs> yeah, I'm coming out the hole on that one. Hey, come on now. But I guess because he's looking at what he's yeah. probably trying to bait me. They're gonna run the dagger in behind me with the. Okay. Uh, I think that's uh, Devontae that was outside yeah. of him. Okay, but Jalen has worked so hard on yes, his throwing motion. He has. Now he's going over the top. Yep. So that, that was just textbook to yes. me. He, he read it like he's reading a comic book. Yep. You know, like yep. it's, sim- it's simple football. Mm-hmm. To, he, he's seeing he it, great, feeling yeah. it. I got this. Yes. And he hit him right in stride, right past the safety, and it's an easy six. And all of a sudden they kick the point and it's 21 to 14, and they are starting to be in command. Right. And then, listen. He is making Dallas Goddard a force in this league. And I'm not saying he's Travis Kelsey but, but, or Kittle, but, but he's starting to creep up right. into the upper echelon mm-hmm. of tight ends because yeah. they, and they were great on the field after the game. Right. There's some bond, man. There's right. some deep love. If, if we see the last one to Goddard that, that sealed the deal. A little thrown right. And, and just, hit, okay. He, he can get outside the pocket, and Jalen throws it on the run just about as well as that he does. That was a very good throw, yeah. yeah. Okay. So then the other one I want to show is, is the last Sunday against Pittsburgh. This was in Philadelphia, and I know Pittsburgh's not great, but listen, he, he just lit up the sky in this mm-hmm. game. If, if we could see the four touchdown throws, the first three are to A.J., and you want to talk about dropping dimes? This is when I said he has arrived this is Jalen Hurts to AJ, and AJ went and took it, and then he—I yeah. loved—he jumped up and pointed to both the, of them. The, these yeah. two, these, I mean, hey, Skip, you can't one. throw it any better than that. Woo, woo, woo. No, the other one was AJ making a great play, know, taking it away from Mika. It. But these two throws right here, oh, you can't man. get any better than that. Oh, I mean, oh. you can't get—I mean, that's dropping okay. it in the bucket. You're like you and no. you, y'all got me double, not be yeah. both of y'all. This is Zach Pascal. He just got him open and hit him. Yeah. Okay. That's who he's become, and. As a lifelong diehard Dallas Cowboy fan, he scares me to death. But I've told you that from the yeah. start. But even worse, I've told you, I, I just grew up hating the Eagles. I never hated the Giants. I didn't even hate the team in Washington <laughs> that we used to call that other name. Yes. But I hated the Eagles. I hated the, the color of the uniforms. It's, it's kind of this sickly green. I, I don't know. And the fans were nasty. They're huh? just nasty. <laughs> but – Jalen Hurts is making it almost impossible for me to hate the Philadelphia okay. Eagles because he, he's got high character. He's got the strongest football backbone. I love his, his background because, as you know, his dad was his coach. Yes. And I love kids who come from coach fathers because, right. man, you're, you're going to be taught the right way to play, yep. and, and you're, you're, you're going to have the right football character. So he does. And all the above adds up to 8-0, and he's the biggest reason for 8-0 because he's changed the way they look. Their, their body language looks different because they all know he, they're going to be okay because he'll, he'll make sure they're okay. Yes. And every time they've been in any kind of trouble, he just responds immediately with a long drive and a big pass for a touchdown. But, Skip, if we just, if we just look at it, if we just, and they play one fewer game, if we were to just project this, 
You're looking at Allen and Mahomes looking at 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. Yeah, he's that's, not going to be able to compete just on pure numbers. And that's and that's the thing. I mean, you're going to look. These guys are going to be completing 65 percent, possibly 5,000. Mahomes is on place to throw for 50, 50. Uh, I think 5,100 yards and 52 touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, Allen slightly, maybe uh, slight, a tick under that, but a few more yards. Skip, it's going to be hard. And I don't like now if he goes what 16 and one, 17 and 0. But the the numbers that hey, Allen hey, and Mah- seriously, they have a ch- a, yeah, a real yeah. shot at seventeen. No, we're going to talk about that in a yeah. few minutes. But but they have they're going to be favored in every right. game. What if they cash? What what if they cash their favorite role in every game and they go seventeen and zero? Well, he's going to be the MVP. I, I don't care if Josh throws for. 30,000 yards, right? I mean, well, how you, Dak, you... Was, Dak was supposed to throw for 5,700 yards and 57 touchdowns. Okay. But this year. Okay. <laughs> That's true. But were they going to go 17 and 0? No. Nobody's going to throw for 5,700 yards and 57 okay. touchdowns. Was that the Madden projection? Something. something. It was. 58 something. Yeah. Okay. I, I got it. I think that that's not going to happen. <laughs> But the the point is, if they do go seventeen, heck, if they go sixteen and one, I I just think just on sheer record that that number is going to prevail over all these statistical right. numbers. Because when we look at it, Skip, uh, uh, with with you remember when um in twenty nineteen when Lamar won, Lamar numbers were impressive. People were like, well, how did he, he had fourteen and two, but he had thirty six touchdowns passing. He well, had well, what? He, he was he tied for the most touchdown passes. With, yeah, with yeah. Jameis. Or, yeah. Right? I think he had. I think he was tied for the most touchdown yeah. passes. So when you look at it like that, you look at the okay, numbers. Well, you, you can't argue with those numbers. Right. Yeah. And, and so that's yeah. the thing. The numbers. He's going to have to probably skip, even if he goes fifteen and two. He go. He's going to have to probably get to like thirty touchdowns. Okay. Because it's going to be hard if you got twenty five touchdowns and another guy and the other two guys got you doubled up. All right. The first number you did mention though was over time that Mahomes and Josh Allen are going to have higher passing uh, completion percentage, right? Yes. Okay, well, look at what's happened right now so far. Jalen's at 68% to Josh's 66%. Well, that, that's phenomenal yeah. to me. So that's, that's one for, for Jalen, right? right? You, you got to give him that. And then the, the last number I'll throw back at you is Jalen already has six <clears throat> excuse me rush touchdowns yes. to Josh's two. And sometimes rush touchdowns just come and go because you could be at the half-yard line, you sneak it in, right. and you can say, well, that was a cheap one. Right. But he's on pace. Let, let's just say he gets to 12. Right. If he gets 12 rush touchdowns to four for Josh, that, that, that will hold some sway there. That, that will have impact on voters' decisions. Okay. Because w- with your legs, you're getting it into the end zone. Okay. But, Skip, I, I just think the thing is, okay, Josh Allen has four rushing touchdowns. He has 50 passing touchdowns. That's still going to be probably 10 to 15 more total than Jalen Hurts. And you look at Mahomes. Skip, Mahomes is doing this with no Tyreek. And we see what Tyreek is doing in Miami. Now, Tyreek is going to be my offensive player of the year. Because if he continues these numbers, Skip, a guy gets 2,000 receiving yards in a season, Skip, I got to give him some award. Okay. I don't know what what, we got. Maybe we created the war. Okay, maybe. Although Kelsey's (laughs) now saying the kid, Tony, that they got from the Giants is the new Tyreek. Yeah. So let's see if that happens. But he, I mean, Skip, I I think this kid came, I think he was out of Florida. Yeah. He was sensational. Remember uh, against Alabama in the SEC championship game? Yeah. So. No, he's like a 4-2 guy. He has that kind of ability. Got to get his, got to get healthy. Got to get his head straight. It's just something about guys just love playing for Andy. They go to Kansas City, been problems a lot of other places. Yeah. Andy's going to get them the ball, and they're going to have fun doing it. You're going to work. You're going to outline what he wants you to do. But it's close, Skip. I don't think anybody, nobody's like running away with it nope. at the halfway point. 
I'm impressed with Jalen Hurts. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm proud of Jalen Hurts, and I'm afraid of Jalen Hurts. You should be. Yep, I should you be. You should be. I got it. I am. I just need to keep on this MVP, uh, MVP pace. Yeah. Make sure he plays MVP game one more just time. Just one more big time. Right yep. before Krimmel. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, guys, the Eagles certainly propping up the NFC East. Here's a little-known fact for you. The NFC East right now has the best combined record of any division since the 1970 merger. Isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. Whatever. We're the NFC Beast. The the Eagles pulling y'all up. The (laughs) NFC Beast. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. Westbrook now coming off the bench for the Lakers. He sat the final 315 of the fourth quarter and all of overtime and the Lakers latest W over the Pelicans. By the way, he's the highest paid Laker, but Darvin Ham said he wants Russ to win the sixth man of the year award. Shannon, prediction time. How much of a problem will Russell Westbrook be if he's not allowed to close games for your Lakers. I think Russ understands, Skip, in order for him to close ball games, he's going to have to play well and deserve those minutes and deserve that opportunity to be in the final rotation. I think he understands that. I think Darvin Ham has relayed that message to him. Skip, the one thing that we know about close ball games, that down the stretch, every possession matters. You can't have a guy that's a high turnover-prone guy Handling the basketball. If you look at how well he played the first half in the second half, he had two points, one rebounds, two assists, and three turnovers. The last thing, every possession matters in a nip-tuck ball game. You cannot have a bad possession, a turnover, a pull-up, a, a bad shot, which is a lot of – some of these shots are, are, are bad for most players. They're horrendous for us. <laughs> Skip, <laughs> he's shooting 14.3% on pull-up threes this season. Now, mind you, he's a career 30% three-point shooter. You can't have that in a nip-tuck ball game down the stretch. Mm-mm. That's why he sought the last three, uh, three and a, a little over three minutes in the fourth quarter in all of overtime. And Darvin Ham says, here's the thing, Skip. If things don't work out, we got to sprint back in transition. Whistle, no whistle, missed shot, bad shot, whatever. You got to move on to the next play. Because when you don't, that one play that you couldn't recover from mentally can turn into three, four more bad plays. Who is that about? <laughs> yeah, you know who it's yeah. about. Yeah. 
So he's like, I don't so wait, you miss a shot on one end and then you pout or you complain. Or, or you didn't get the whip. Man, the whip yeah. I got five. You, why are you doing this? The other guy on the other end doing that. So Dark D. Hampson, no, we can't. We, that, that's not what no. we're going to do. No. So I understand. I love the way he's handled. Skip, he's doing everything he possibly can to not strip Russ totally of his dignity yeah. because Russ has been a great player in this league. He, has. he is a, an MVP, performing MVP. He is a former All-NBA, an All-Star, MVP of the All-Star game. He is a top 75 player. In the 75-year history, Russell Westbrook was determined to be one of his best. Yeah. So he's trying to say, you know what? I don't want to send him home. I don't want to send him on the bench and have him at a John Wall situation where he's not playing, having him in street clothes. Yep. I want to get, I, I, I think I can find a role for him. But in order for you to fulfill this role and be in the ball game late like you want to be, you're gonna, I can't base it on what you've been. I got to base it on what you're doing currently. And so I have no problem, and I don't believe Russ will have a problem with it either. I'm not sure about that last statement. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe I'm hoping. Because The Athletic pointed out after he was yanked from the game last three minutes and played zero minutes of the five-minute overtime. This is The Athletic. Despite the win, Westbrook was more testy than normal in his post-game press conference. When asked about how the team can maintain their improved vibes over the past week or so, Westbrook said, just keep competing. When asked about what went right for the team early in in Wednesday night's game, he repeated the phrase, just competing. Obviously, he's just not going to answer that right. question. He was not pleased with the fact that he got publicly humiliated by Darvin Ham. Well, we can't put you back in the ball game because, you right. know, you have been out for a while. We didn't want you to pull your hamstring. You know what Thank happens. You. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to reiterate what I told you. I applauded Darvin Ham when they announced on that Friday, a few couple Fridays back now, it's been about three weeks, three weeks. Russ will be, I, I thought, demoted, but he said realigned. <laughs> Russ will be realigned in their final preseason game. Yeah. And so he realigned him to put him in with about, I don't know, six minutes left in the first quarter. Right. And Russ lasted two minutes and he had two turnovers and two missed threes and suddenly, inexplicably, mysteriously, left the court and started walking up the tunnel complaining of a hamstring pull. Correct. And I, I said publicly – that I was so disappointed in Darvin because it felt like he had crumbled at the feet of a Russell Westbrook who is a top 75, who is a, obviously a slam dunk first ballot Hall mm -hmm. of Famer. And I thought that at that point, Darvin was paying way too much respect, paying homage, if you will, mm -hmm. to what Russ has accomplished in right. this league as in past tense, right. what he has done. Because last year, he got exposed. Right. And this is Darwin's first year, and you have to realize what just happened last year. Right. He became unplayable to me a year ago. He became your biggest liability in a 33-49 and 49 miss the play-in tournament year. So I'm sure Darwin did not love what I was saying about him, but I hope he likes what I'm about to say. He has won me completely over with the way he has handled this because yeah. – Remember, he reinserted Russ into the starting lineup for the opening night yeah. regular season game at Golden State. You know what happened. And then he kept him in the starting lineup for another couple of games. And there was an 0 for 11. There was a six turnover game. Right. It, it, was, it was going from bad to worse. Right. And all of a sudden, he finally stood up and did what he said he was going to do. He, he demoted him, but he sold it to Russ as, I, I, need you, I need the surge that you can bring us off the bench. Right. And you know what? 
It worked. Yes. It looked great. The electricity was sensational. If you watch the other night, when they did, they had that great uh, momentum swing in the second quarter, the first person to meet Russell on the, on the court was Darvin. He was Slapping Darby. him. What I tell you? He did. That's how you do it. So he's, big, he's been his biggest supporter. Yeah. But Skip, in order for me to continue to get, Skip, this was the first time that he's been in that role, he didn't play starters minutes. So you, Skip, okay. If I do this, it's kind of like anything. Okay, if I do this, I get your point. When he was coming off the bench the first couple of times, Darvin kept him in the game. Yes. And so he got his minutes, and I'm sure Darvin had sold him on, just let me bring you in mid-first quarter. Yeah. I'll get you your 32 or whatever minutes. Right. You will play starter minutes. And he did for the first two times, yeah. right? Go ahead. And then, and, but, Skip, I can't, Skip, you turn the ball over three times, Skip, and you see they're starting to get all of a sudden a 16-point lead is seven. All of a sudden, it's a three-point lead. All of a sudden, they got a two-point lead. I can't keep you in because you're taking bad shots, you're complaining about the whistle, and you're not getting back, so they're getting layups or easy shots on the other end, and plus you're turning the ball over. Okay. So I can, And that's what he says, next play mentality. I need Russ to have the next play mentality. He did. All right, let's look quickly at what happened. So right on schedule with 6.37 left in the fourth quarter, Russ, go. And Russ is fired up, and he runs in because he's, he's voltage, man. Yeah. And, and he loves that role. He is starting to embrace that role, and it works. Yes. Because he is high energy. Yes. He is attack mode. So at, at this point, LeBron's about to shoot a second free throw, and they are up a point. Right. But, but the 16-point lead has dwindled. So now you need to, to, to resurge. Right? Yes. Yes. Here, here we go again. So if we could see what happened, this is the first. This is his sixth turnover of the game. It's the first one, and this is not egregious. It was just, he threw it too hard and it went out of bounds. But it was a turnover, and Darvin didn't love that because the game is teetering, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then let's see what happens next because he takes a, what, what I thought was your basic ill-advised three, and and he misses this, and all of a sudden you're starting to fall behind, and you're okay. It's just he's way wide left. I mean, what are the odds when it left his hand? What's Shannon Sharp thinking? Oh, I can tell. I can tell the way they saw it. I said that's not going in because <laughs> that's the angle that they had on television. Okay, he had made one earlier. What did he wind up? One of four, I think it yeah. was. Okay, and that was all Darvin Ham needed to see. And I'm not sure there was a a play where he didn't run back on defense. But in Darvin's book. No, you, you cannot get away with that. Skip, I think in a situation like that, when the game is nipped, tuck, routine yep. is the best. All those, oh, he threaded the needle, that's not what you need. Nope. That's not what you okay. need in that situation. So here, here's where Darvin won me completely over. Shock of shocks, 315 left in a teetering game. Yes. He yanked Russell Westbrook. You're asking for trouble because yeah. you told me before the year started, he's going to pout. He's going to make waves. Yeah. Well, here we go. And he puts Troy Brown back in the game. Right. And then, as you know, Matt Ryan hits one of the greatest clutch shots I've ever seen. Yeah. The highest degree of difficulty. I still can't believe he made it. It's like the ultimate horse shot. He's falling right out of bounds from the right corner, right-handed. Only Kawhi Leonard can hit a shot from the corner because his like shot that. was very similar like that. They hit like 15 sections of the rim and goes in. Normally, you hit a shot fading to the right, and you are right-handed. It either goes all in or you hit okay. the counter to the backboard or it goes okay. out. Remember, you, you have to arc that literally yes. over the backboard yes. because you're right-handed from the right corner falling it, right. Correct. Okay, so so <laughs> I, I feel like I could give him the give it give him 50 of those and he couldn't make it. I one. give him 100. He ain't hit another shot like that. Okay, and it ripped clean as a whistle, Nothing. man. And boom, it's overtime. <laughs> and guess what Darvin Ham does? I, I should have stood up and applauded. 
No. He said no to Russ. I'm going to run it with the guys that got me to overtime. Okay. And, and usually when you get to overtime, you go back to those who started. There was one starter missing. Austin Reeves stayed in yep. instead of Russell Westbrook. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. So here we go. And and there they went. And yeah. five minutes got played of overtime. No, Austin Reeves didn't. Austin Reeves played Troy Brown, didn't he? Troy, but, but wait, Austin Reeves didn't start. He didn't. No, did Reeves he? didn't start. Okay. But but the point was, at that point, Austin Reeves went for Russ. Yeah, Austin Reeves did. I, he did start, Skip. Did make he Reeves, started. Troy, okay, then Troy Brown. AD, uh, okay. Russ, and LeBron. Okay. So the point is, Russ didn't do what what I think he had planned on doing, which is finishing the game, right? Right, because what happened was, Skip, now Pat Beverly is in yeah. in Russ's place. Okay. So they went back to their original starting lineup yeah. because in the second quarter, Russ was in. Yeah. And so now we brought, they bring okay. Pat Bev back. And by the way, speaking of Pat Bev, he is really struggling because I thought he would start taking Russ's minutes even with the shot. They trips, need to right? get his minutes to somebody. That, that's what I'm saying because I'm looking at the numbers. He's averaging five, four rebounds and three assists, but he's shooting 25.8% from the floor, from the floor. Well, what did he shoot from three? It's got to be lower than that. 19%. He has made all 12 of his free throws. I'll give him that. But my point well, is. Well, it's not like he's driving and skipping. They play six, seven games. Okay. So it's not like, hey, so that's only like 1.5 a game. Okay. So the point is, in minutes per game, Pat Bev is still getting 28 minutes to Russ's 29 minutes. But, but it's, it feels like his minutes are going to start diminishing. Because, hey, listen, in the end, Darvin's a tough guy. Yeah. And he's, what do we give him, six, seven? Yeah. He, he's, a, he's a big man. Yeah. And, and I think stature, that's why I like Eme. Stature helps w- when you're having to literally stand up to some of these divas. You, you have to show them, I, I, I'm, I'm here and I'm, I'm, I'm real. I'm legit. Yeah, I think that's why, uh, you remember when Pat Bell went on his speaking, ter- his speaking circuit? Yep. That's why so many NBA players like, bro. You talking like you like that, like you CP3. <laughs> like you're that guy. Yeah, bro. And yeah. they're like, hold on. Do, do, you talking about like Russ and you talking about CP3? Bro, look at Hey, at 28 minutes, I'm going to need more than five and four. Okay. So here's the question. What if this keeps up? What, what if Russ actually has to earn the ability to close the game? Oh, yeah, yeah, he play, should. Right? He should, yes, okay. absolutely. Okay. What, what if he doesn't earn it? What if Darvin finishes with Austin Reeves or Troy Brown or whoever it is, right? Everybody, Skip, there's two guys that's not having to earn their minutes to close the ball game, and you know uh, who they are, oh, AD and LeBron. Yeah. Everybody else, Austin <laughs> Reeves, Patrick Beverly, uh, Troy Brown, whomever, uh, Gabriel, mm-hmm. whomever, Ryan, you're going to have to earn I your I believe mi- you're talking about Matt Ryan <laughs> closing <laughs> for the Lakers. It I has mean, come to this. Well, he didn't close, Skip. They just put his I ass know, back in there to take, the, take I, the shot. I but I'm it. saying, in order for you to get the minutes, Skip, there, there are only right. two guys that's given X amount of minutes. Okay. Everybody else, you earn those minutes. Okay. I'm here to tell you, if he doesn't consistently close, Russ is going to pout. He's going to say things, make snide remarks to the media. He might even take on Darvin in the media. And I don't care. And I don't think Darvin should care. Just, just ignore him. I don't care. He, he hasn't earned the right to get that kind of attention. Go home. Grum- hey, go no, home. hey, my grandpa, you tell my aunts, and them, no grumble and stay. <laughs> grumble and leave. Okay. Hey, hey, hey you want to – this is what I've this, – this is the role that I've identified that's going to best suit mm-hmm. us and suit you. Now, if you want to close, I got no problem. If you tell me – if you show me that you're worthy of close. Now, I'm not basing it on what you've done. You got to show me now. Okay. 
but you know Russ's attitude, especially with the post-game media, do, do you know who I am? You're know, asking me? We know who you once were. That is correct. You're That's not, what that, we know. <laughs> we, we don't know who you are because hey, you haven't shown us. At some point in time, hey, I got your skills, are, they're, they're diminished. Yeah, They're diminishing, and, and, Russell. I'm sorry. I just can't play you the number of minutes when you're doing, you're turning the ball over, you're taking elevated shots, and you thought you got fouled or you thought the ball was out of them, and you're doing this right here, and the other guy at the other end laying the ball up. Okay. And in the end, as, as much electricity as he did provide against the Pelicans, he still had a game-high six turnovers. It it's no good. You, right. You can't live with that. I, no, because no. possessions matter down the yeah. stretch, Skip. Absolutely. It was a tremendous first half from him, and then it kind of tapered off. <laughs> well, he did enough to give me some beignets. Him, and your two he and did. five Lakers no, tied. I owe you beignets, beignets, but they have Matt to be hot. Ryan. I, I will make good on my bet, I Thank promise. You. <laughs> and drop my skip off and give me my due. Facing yeah. off against the six and three <laughs> no, Jazz tonight, Shannon. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Tom Brady looking to end the Buccaneers' three-game losing streak against the Rams this Sunday. They are a three-point favorite at home, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, prediction time. What do you expect from Brady this Sunday? Skip, his impact on the game is not the same. Brady, normally, when he had big games, Skip, they always translated to wins. And now that's not the same. His offense is 25th on third-down conversion, which means they don't convert and they don't stay on the field reduces your opportunity to score touchdowns. They have the third worst, worst red zone touchdown offense. The, and the Rams have the third best red zone defense. It's skip, and Stafford can have an opportunity on Sunday to be the fifth quarterback to beat him three straight times. Mm -hmm. I just think the thing is with now, Skip, is that the players have to be even better. Once upon a time, for the longest time, Brady could elevate anybody. Like you said, he can go pick those three guys out from Dorchester. Mm -hmm. And they can win a game. Yep. Now, if these guys are not top, top, and they don't elevate, Brady can no longer elevate these guys. They were, like I said, a 325 game with two touchdowns, that was an automatic win for Brady. Yep. Now, Skip, we see him go for 385, and he lose because they're behind so much because they've given up so much ground. They've fallen behind by three scores. And now he has to throw, 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 and you look, and he has numbers. 
but they don't have the same impact that they did once before. So I think we're going to have to see a lot of throwing because at the skip, we just mentioned it. The Rams have the 31st rushing offense. They average a little over 68 yards a game. The Bucs have the 32nd ranked rushing offense. They average about 62 yards a game. So with that being said, I expect both guys and neither guy, neither team this year has put consistent pressure on the quarterback. So this could be, you know, we went with a low-scoring game, but this could be a game where we see both quarterbacks go well over 300 yards passing. But I think he, he might have a, a, a lot of yards, but I don't think they, they necessarily mean the same thing as they once did. Okay. First of all, I believe you're going to see a rededication to running the football for the 32nd and dead last team. It, they have to, or they can't win. They have to rededicate. They, they just have to figure it out. you got to hammer away with, with the kid Rashad White along with. Are you bringing back the old Cowboys 90s offensive line? And Emmitt Smith, are you bringing that back? I'm sure they have worked their tails off on the, with their mini bye week trying to figure out how to scheme up better runs right. for playoff Lenny and hope he turns back into some Lenny. The last I saw playoff Lenny was on opening night at Jerry World yes. on Sunday night. Yes. He ran pretty wild against my defense. He did. Okay. So what, what has Brady done best this year? Well, it's what he hasn't done because he hasn't thrown interceptions. The worst game he ever played in Tampa was that first one on that Sunday night, the first year against New Orleans. Right. Remember, he just unraveled. Yeah, he threw like four, didn't he? Three. He threw okay. Three, but he was horrendous. Right. He had a QBR of four on right. a scale of zero to 100 because right. he just threw the game away. So he doesn't do that. But he, but he also don't really throw he, touchdowns he anymore. Okay, either. so he still leads the league as we speak in attempts and completions, right. and that's kind of a bad sign to right. me because it means you're not running a lick, right? Right. Because it's not getting you anywhere. It's not getting you across the goal line because you, you can't cash in the red zone. Right. Okay, so he's got nine touchdowns to one interception. To your point, he finished last year at the regular season graded number one overall by Pro Football Focus. He has plummeted to 12th in their grading system. So that's about where he is. He's about the 12th best quarterback. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to expect with the divorce finalized and maybe some head cleared, he'll be a little sharper than we've seen him. Because to your point and mine, in the games they've lost, he'll throw four or five balls in the game. I'll say, there he is. And he'll also throw four or five mystery <laughs> balls, as you call them, dirt balls, where you just say, what, what was that? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Right. People aren't separating. He's not protected. He's distracted. He's throwing fits. He's throwing tablets. It, okay, that's what's been happening up to this point. Right. Well, I, I see a little bit of a sea change where I, I think it's going to be decks cleared a little bit, and you're going to see just a sharper football team. And, again, with Cameron Brait back, I, I think they'll be able to – I think he'll throw a couple of touchdown passes. Okay. But I still think it's going to be lower scoring because it just doesn't feel like either team has it together on offense whatsoever. I think they're both going to struggle, but I think Tampa will be a little sharper. So I think he'll throw for two, 250-ish maybe in that ballpark, but this isn't going to be a 300-yard. Well, when, when you look at the Cow, I'm Cowboys, you look at the Bucks and you look at the Rams, do they really have the personnel to run the football? You look at their offensive line, their offensive line is really not built to throw. Tom is a passing quarterback. They kind of geared their, uh, 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 their offensive line to, to, to pass block, get the ball out of his hands, 2.5, 2.6 seconds, and to throw the ball 35, 40 times a game. And now all of a sudden, you're like, well, we're going we to run it. But when you don't run it and you don't put an emphasis on running, teams that run the football put an emphasis on running the football. They do. But I've seen the Bucs when they went on their Super Bowl run two years ago. L- Leonard Fournette just took over, man. Right. 
I mean, they were they they climbed on his back. They did, but Skip. And what did they come out? They came out trying to get Brady an MVP, and they let him throw the ball over seven hundred times. They did. Skip, when you throw the ball over seven hundred times, how much emphasis are you putting on the run game? It, it just hurts you, as yes. you well know. If if you can't run it and you can't stop the run, it's just hard to win I mean, a football that, game. We had periods of practice. I'm like, are we gonna throw the? Is this 1950s? Because Mike was gonna make sure we was gonna run the football, especially in the red zone, Skip. Because he knows yes. what works. Kyle knows what works. Yes. Yep. Hmm. That's going to be a good one on yes, Sunday, that's is. for sure.